0: Welcome to Mindfields. I'm Joshua Michael. Colin is beat to shit right now. He has been working on a movie. uh, Interesting enough, uh, written by uh, the—I say—directed by the gentleman that did Train Spotting One and Two.
1: Ooh, fancy!
0: Very fancy. And he had some wonderful things to say about him. Uh, Extremely tired on the road last night. He has a funeral to go to and um, some technical difficulties in the first place to get in some comics and. Uh, but uh, we wish him Godspeed and God bless his heart. <laughs>
1: oh. a, I lived in Amarillo for four years. I know what that means. We
0: know what that means. We had a limit. Oh, we,
1: we like Colin. He's a good dude.
0: Ah, we love him, but I'm just giving him shit, man. I, <laughs> I gave him the night off. I'm not the boss of minefields. I'm just the one that's always here. And he's tired. I'm like, dude, just go to bed, brother. You got shit to do, man. Your cousin died. You got you got a lot of shit to do. Don't don't even sweat it, man. I'm just—I've uh, I've been holding off on the Kiss comic that came out like two weeks ago because he's probably one of the biggest Kiss fans I've ever met, and I—I uh, I, want to buy another vest uh, so I can have a Kiss vest and a, a, a different wrestling vest for the week. Um, but he's working hard; he's got some shit to deal with, and we had. We had a limit pushing day today, man. Uh, you and I hit up seven different media outlets promoting the greatest. Is it the greatest? The wonderfulest? The the biggest?
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's a pretty solid comeback. Yeah, I, I would call it a comeback. Would you? Even though it's been here for years.
0: Would you say it was a gargantuan? Would you say that New Era Wrestling? Has a plethora of greatness.
1: i would glad to think so. Yes,
0: Newberry Wrestling has a plethora, and we are on the move. I gotta tell you, I forgot to tell you. I could not sit on waiting to get in pools. King Spawn. I went and got. I went and stopped at. I went to the Iron Line today.
1: Oh. And. Oh.
0: They had. Oh two dc on the counter or in the shelves they had robin and they had something else but i remember just getting pissed off and i got my king spawn and there was nobody in the store it was just the employees fawning over pokemon cards the pokemon uh and magic cards, <laughs> and I stood at the counter for three minutes before someone came up to and was, like, bothered to be like, oh, you ready to check out? Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I'm not exactly 5'2", wearing, like, camouflage gear. You can see my ass. I'm 6'3", and I, I look like I'm probably shoplifting. Um, yeah. Check my ass out. And, uh, just curious why... Uh, I didn't say that, but... Um, just curious, why don't you have any DC titles on the on the shelves? Well, we have this thing called pools, and we cater to the new comics to people that specifically request them. So when you speak, I know what pools are. Like,
1: like, like I'm, I'm aware of the situation. I mean, when,
0: yeah, that's when I was like, like, like. I have to say there was a little bit of impatience in when I... I know what pools are. Yeah. And...
1: <laughs> you see me? I well, look like a guy that is reading his first comic book.
0: Yeah. And... it really just... They are the most north of Colorado Springs comic store in mm-hmm. the city. Period. Yeah. And, and... even if they were only catering to the pool fans, there's... Uh, a couple of comics you and I can just name offhand: Batman '89, Detective Comics, Nightwing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, the, the thing with that too is like if you're pulling, if you're just setting up new comics for like t- pull ins how are you gonna get in? How are you gonna get into new comics? Like if I'm looking at freaking, If you know, I've got like a Batman and a Daredevil and a freaking. A Nightwing or whatever. Yeah. But like, I'm like, I want to see what else they got. Maybe I'm looking for something else. Maybe I'm looking for something for a friend. Maybe I want to, maybe I want to dip my, you know, dip my big toe into uh, comic books that I don't normally read. Correct. You know, i maybe I want to pull out a Terra or maybe I want to pull out a, a Scumbag, or uh, you know, picture of everything, everything else. else. Yes. You know, just or or stray dogs. You know, Thank especially you, sir. looking into like mini series. You know, if you're looking into like a six two mini series, you know, how are you going to, how would that even give you an option if you're going to a store like that where they don't even offer it because, oh hey, they may or may not like it, so we're not even gonna bother with it.
0: That's such a great point, man. And I was just more pissed off because I was going through these exquisite mahogany boxes to to look for your Lobo the Duck. And then, (laughs) and then I got pissed off and I was like, I'm out of here. Like, like it honestly, and I'm not trying to be gross or funny, but it made me want to take a shit. (laughs) Like, like, it made me like, 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 is this a fart or a shit? Like, I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And, and she's like, would you like a bag? And she starts pulling out an official iron line bag. That's like. Enough to hold like thirty comics. Like I don't need a bag. <laughs>
1: yeah, for my for my one or two issues.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need a bag, but like I'm 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 so happy you brought up that point because um, when it comes to regular life, you cannot judge a book by cup co- by its cover. But when it comes mm-hmm. to comics. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole fucking point.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's that, and like, I buy, I buy a lot of comics. Like, if I'm looking for a specific issue, I'll go on eBay, or I'll go on Amazon, or I'll go to a, a Canadian freaking dealership and freaking buy specific issues. Oh yeah. Like, it's, it, I'm, I'm definitely not above it. I'll look for specific issues, look for first appearances, whatever, whatever tickles my fancy. And I like my fancy tickled. Let me tell you that. Oh, but dude. freaking... There, there's nothing better than, like, going through a bin of back issues and freaking digging through and finding that one issue you need.
0: Oh, it's the most. There's
1: nothing better than freaking just digging through something at freaking, like, you know, freaking, uh, you know, a comic shop or freaking a flea market or freaking, you know, whatever you, wherever you can, you know, someplace like Entertain Mart. Yeah. You know, a Hastings Yep. For those who old enough to remember Hastings oh and finding goodness. that one freaking issue you were looking for that first appearance or that freaking, that, that last piece of a freaking multi-issue set you just could not find anywhere else. And you pull it out and you're like, yes.
0: Yes. It, you, you reminded me of one of the best days of my life. I was, I think, I think I was like 14 or 15 and, um. Uh, it was one of the few occasions where I was taken to the comic book shop in uh, Fairbanks, Alaska, and I was given more yep. than more than five minutes to go inside. And I had some birthday money, and I found literally everything I was looking for. I was looking for uh, a bunch of spawn cards when they had the, like, the large format cards. Oh, and uh, and the, the movie had just come out, so no, it, I'm, this was like, what, 97, 98? Or maybe? Yeah. And um, I was looking, like... I knew I couldn't afford all of them, but the one I did want was Malbolgia, mm-hmm. and uh, they had it, and I got a couple of Spawn comics, and I get in the car, and my dad was like, hey, did you have a good time? I'm like, yeah, it was great, and uh, I bought my Strangers in Paradise shirt uh, there, uh, and yeah, like, uh, this is a dream come true, like, it was only a couple of things, but each one was like a relic and something I still cherish, and mm-hmm. um I open up my spawn cards and I find the one in like five thousand packs, like elite card. It's like heat activated, where it shows you spawns new costume before uh, issue. I think it was twenty three came out, mm-hmm. where, where his his um, or twenty five. Um, his his costume like went through an evolution, and he's got the big bigger gauntlets and. And then I went home, and then Dad's like, "Well, here's a couple bucks. You uh, give me a couple extra bucks, and uh, if you're living on base, uh, I don't know if you grew up. Uh, you didn't grow up on bass, did you?"
1: No, it was, we always lived off of base.
0: The um the the base theater back in the '90s was always fifty cents or a dollar, and mm-hmm. um I paid fifty cents to go see Jackie Chan's First Strike.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, we used to go to the movies on base quite a bit. So I kind of I, I remember that.
0: And and it, it all mattered. Now, mm-hmm. when you don't have something to judge a book by its cover, I'm like, you know what? That looks good. Let me check it out. Maybe this book is going to hook me for six issues, or you get that one Elseworlds issue, mm-hmm. and and then you've got something that you cherish. And I get the idea that there's a a, a you've got your business plan. But there was no. fucking five fucking people working the goddamn store. That and you. <laughs> and, and and me. And, and and two DC titles on the shelf. Four of the, like, 30 variant covers of Spawn. There should have been all 30, goddamn it. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um... Like, no one gave a shit about me. Like, no. when we go into Muse, like when we go into ads, like, hey, what's going on? Thank you for being a proprietor of my store. Yeah. You could have gone somewhere else. Not that I I wanted them to come up and be like, you know, all up on my ass or anything like that, but, um, you've, you've got the, you've got a solid, I am going to say like 30% of the north side of Colorado Springs. Yeah. Maybe 40. I can see that. And, fucking Barnes and Noble right across the street has more comics than them. Mhm. That's bullshit.
1: Yeah, it, it it's it's really pretty to look at.
0: <laughs> Dude, they got some cool good.
1: they got a couple of cool back issues. But like it's 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 the um it's the entire opposite of coming to uh, Albuquerque this weekend. Went on a little family vacay. Oh hell and he went yeah! To, went to Atomic that. Zombie. It was like Astro, Astro Zombies, Zombies. Astro and Zombies. it's the exact opposite. Whereas, like that place has all the space in the world, but doesn't have enough stuff to really fill it. Astro Zombies has so much stuff in it, but it's in such a compact area; it's ridiculous. You didn't know where to look, did you? Yeah, no. I forget, you know, they, they, they everything was in order. Like everything, everything worked. I, I was able to look through some stuff, didn't really find. I found some uh, old school Uncanny X Men Inferno issues I've been looking for. Noise. But like, other than that, I really didn't. You know, that didn't have. You know, Connor was with me, and he was kind of in a mood, and I didn't get it some chance to really like, delve into it the way I would have had I been alone. But like, it's it's a great place. It's just freaking. Like they get to double the space and still be able to fill it. Oh it's yeah. Just they have like, so much. There's toys, there's comics, there's sets, there's figures, there's cars,
0: there's there's a,
1: there's a the records, there's a TV playing Batman the animated series that you can just sit and watch if you want.
0: Garbage Pelicade cards, buy.
1: Yeah, garbage Pelicade cards, yeah. You know, all kinds of, st- just so much stuff. And freaking like it just, you know, it just they get like I said they get out twice as much space and still, you know, it, it would all that space would be filled.
0: I got a story about that about that store. Okay. So uh, the first place when I, I moved out on my 18th birthday, and um, moved to Albuquerque from Guam, and okay. uh, Asher Zombies is super close to UNM. That was where I spent my freshman year, and okay. um, so I was there all the time. And um, but there was also like a, I want to say like within the block there was a abandoned house where the entire, almost the entire first floor, the second floor was caved in, and you'd walk up the stairs, and it was almost like a balcony. Oh, wow. And they were having a uh, a, a punk rock Halloween show there that, for some reason, this house still had electricity, and, hmm. and uh, my homeboy's ex-girlfriend... Her boyfriend, was her, his punk band was playing the show, and it was a costume party. And mm-hmm. um, we're dri- we, we stopped at the Frontier beforehand, and we're driving there, and homeboy's ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend's friend was throwing bottle rockets out of, his, out of the car while he, they were following me, and they were exploding underneath my truck. And oh, wow. And we parked at the Frontier, which has amazing, amazing tortilla soup and some of the best tortillas you'll get. In Albuquerque, off Central, and uh, I get out of my truck and I make a beeline to this guy and I grab him by the fucking neck, (laughs) and and he's like, "I'm sorry," and I'm like, "That's all I wanted to hear." And we go to this show, and there's a bunch of people like really elaborate costumes—not like cosplay costumes, but like it was 2001, and uh, not too elaborate, but as best as you can get without being a hardcore cosplayer now where you can just order pieces of shit and make an Iron Man costume. Uh The guy that won the costume that night (laughs) was a fat guy. Just this fat punk rocker guy. He had a no-effect shirt on, some jorts, a big afro wig, and he had the biggest dildo I've ever seen in my life just dangling (laughs) out of his pants. He immediately won. There was no... I was dressed as the crow. I had, like, perfect costume, leather jacket. Ah, no competition. <laughs> well, um, I went back to Astro so Zombies. Except for this guy. Yeah, except for the... Yeah. I, went to, uh, I went to Astro Zombies, like, three years ago. No, yeah, three years ago uh, for a birthday party for my family. and Because mm-hmm. uh, that's we're all from New Mexico. And uh, me and my, uh, my favorite cousin, we went to Astro Zombies because, like, she's one of those little shits that, like... I love you so much. Here's 30 bucks. Like, it's just hand her money. And we, went, we bought her some comics and, um, the owner was like, I recognize you. Where do I know you from? And I'm like, I was only here for a year. And he's like, did you used to have, like, blonde streaks that were in your face? And I was like, yeah. Because I, like, I saw you at that, that punk party at that abandoned house. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> And uh, he's like, "Yeah, like you like comics?" And he showed me around the store, like punk zines. Like, uh, you know what a zine is? Z i n e. It's like it's, a magazine. It's a magazine. It's spe- like, specifically remove the mag, but is it's a DIY magazine that you make your own comics, you make your own articles, you interview the local bands, and then you go, you basically find a stray printer and print as many of them as you can and sell them for, like okay. for, like, he's got those there. Um, a couple of his zines I saw over at uh, a um, punk rock metal place here in Denver, I forget the name, but you were in the right spot. I'm so glad you had a good time there, man. Oh, Astro Zombies are the best you can, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, the food sucked, I'm not going to lie. Everywhere, everywhere we went, dude.
0: Why didn't you call me and tell me where to go? I
1: don't know. Ah, my, phone, my phone was getting weird reception too. Like I'd get, like I'd text you, and then like six hours later, you text me, and I was like, pretty sure he just got that. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of, like I get my phone wasn't working the best as it could in that freaking area anyway.
0: We got some wrestling to talk about. Um, CM Punk showed up.
1: After seven long years. Did you care? Oh, I totally did. Dude, it was a moment. Like, you can you not be a CM Punk fan. Cool. Whatever. It's on you. Freaking, you know, I know people, some people are really butthurt about the way he left, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you can't be, like, with that reception and that build, freaking... It was a moment. It was cool. It was obvious. And people, people, you know, whether you care or not, people did care. Like, they freaking, they drew over a million show, a million. 1.1. Like, I think it was like 1.3. it was 1.3 million for that one segment alone. I've read three. And like it dropped off afterwards. I've
0: read, I've read three. I've heard 1. 1.5, 1. 1.3, and 1.1, 1. 1, and then it dropped off afterwards.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, you know, dude, freaking... It was a thing. Like people have been wanting him back in some form or fashion for freaking seven years. Like you know, he did. He don't. He he did, he did. He did. He did stuff. He did stuff in comics. He did stuff in movies. He did the UFC thing that didn't work out that well. You know, he even went and did that stuff for WWE backstage. He did. And freaking. He did comics it, too know, for Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He was in Thor. He did Thor. Freaking. He he did stuff. You know. Freaking but like you know that's not what they wanted the people wanted him back in a ring and we're gonna apparently be getting it september 5th which will be you know pretty interesting because it's it's gonna be put up or shut up time you know for a guy like the thing is is like cm punk is so much bigger as like a concept and he was like in my mind he wasn't he's not like a character he's that guy he's an idea yeah, he's yeah, he's an ideal, basically. He's the guy he's the anti WWE ideal. You know, when people you know when people are like, you know, WWE sucks, they don't chant freaking, you know, screw this or you or other companies. You know, back, in the, back the in the day back in the day they would chant E C W. Yep. You know, freaking or you know, they'd chant something else, you know. But like when they freaking when people are against something with WWE now, it it, for the last seven years has been cm punk cm punk cm punk
0: they'd show up just to chant cm punk and and like it it was a bigger fu than they could have done anything else like chicago made punk you're in wb is in chicago on this day we're gonna show up just to chant cm punk because fuck you
1: And I mean, like, like I said, dude, I told if you're if you're not, like, me and you've had that conversation a million times Freaking, yeah. you know, the best thing about going to freaking taking a buddy that's not a big wrestling fan to a live show, whether it's WWE, AEW, an indie show, whatever, is having them find their guy, you know, picking freaking that one guy that they freaking they connect with. Yep. And for a lot of people, that was CM Punk freaking he, he was a big deal before he was a big deal in ring of honor he was a big deal before ring of honor he was a big deal when he came to ecw and wrestled just incredible you know he, every, every place he went he was a big deal and freaking you know now he's in AEW, still a big deal you know it's you know whatever whatever you think I, I, i've had that conversation with some pretty close friends that have been like you know screw punk, he abandoned wrestling blah 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 i'm like diddy or did he freaking, you know, did he... Was he just tired of the way WWE is? Yeah, and he... And in all honesty, freaking... WWE's not wrestling. No. WWE's a, a huge piece of that pie, but it's not, like... That doesn't constitute wrestling.
0: There's a big difference between professional wrestling and sports entertainment.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, they, they have their way of doing things. Some people some people are all about it. And if, you know, if that's your thing, if that's your thing, if you only watch WWE cool, more power to you but like, if you're know, if you looking for something else, if you like New Japan or you like Ring of Honor, like Impact AEW, you know, whatever also cool freaking, it's, you know, it's all wrestling
0: kinda <laughs> um, the one thing that I loved that, uh, I, I've read a couple of things I've read all the dirt sheets on it, apparently Tony Khan no one knew what he was going to say when he walked out there Mm-hmm. When he he walked out, like well, rampage started and it went dark and then it went bright and then straight into cult personality and the place went batshit. Uh, yeah. Guinness Book of World Records is saying it's the biggest pop of all time in terms of di- <laughs> in terms of disables. Um When the the it's such it's such meat and potatoes. Uh, it's. WWE, to me, is like going to a restaurant and all they have on the... It's like going to Waffle House. It's, 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 it's fucking redneck hibachi. Uh, I'd rather have a bologna sandwich. Um, but then he comes out and he says, I left wrestling on this date. And now I'm mm-hmm. back. And it was such... It, it, was, it was better than the pipe bomb to me because, like, yeah, you can hijack Raw um, because they, they're not going to turn the cameras off and they got to be careful when they stop or pause because if you stop or pause on someone that has something to say and they're that big of a store but he's like yeah I left wrestling and now I'm back and uh, the way he responded to fans and took photos and hugged everybody and if you saw me in the Elite like it, it was it, it was definitely a raging as a machine moment yeah. And then we have the reports that NXT is now no longer hiring indie wrestlers. They're going to find, uh, you know, brand new people to build and form in their own image, which is fine. And I, I was conflicted about that for a solid five minutes. It's either mm-hmm. a really, really great business idea, because there's they're probably done with dealing with pissy-ass fucking indie wrestlers that are way more over on the indies and making more money on their merch uh, than they're doing in NXT and then getting demoted to the main roster on Raw. Um, it's either, it's a it's a gutsy move. You know, like we're going to make our own people. Okay, fine. Do it.
1: Well, the thing is, though, they've been doing that for a long. That's why they have the performance center. Agreed, but but they they, they, they they always wanted that, but they've always had, they you know they've they've always you know the last few years they've been grabbing up every any indie guy that gets any type of notoriety. Right. But they're all they but they've always been getting athletes from other sports. They've always they've still been getting fitness models, freaking you know a couple of guys that came out of Colorado indie scene freaking that went to developmental right were both picked up from other sports they, they were they had never stepped foot in a pro wrestling ring they'd never taken a bump they were athletes from other sports that were picked up in those other sports and then told hey uh, go find a school learn learn basic bumping and whatnot yeah we're gonna bring you in for a tryout in six months before they ever did anything, like they've been, they've been doing that. You know, you look at a, you know, Alexa Bliss was a fitness model.
0: Uh, yeah. You
1: can, so at you a, know, at they've a... been doing that the whole time. Like they're they're not doing anything they haven't been doing. They're just taking out the hey, we're not grabbing indie guys right now. And how long is that really going to last? And a lot of times, who, who's left? Like they they got they got everybody. They they grabbed everybody they could. They spent a good majority, a couple of years, doing that. The last, what, five to eight years. Yeah. Grabbing up any indie guy. I think, what, uh, freaking Sami Zayn was one of the first big ones. And even back to ECW, they brought brought in uh, Matt Seidel and CM Punk. Is there? Yeah, they've been doing that for a while, but, like, here and there. And then, like, once NXT started and once they got over the game show portion of it, which the game show portion of it still had Daniel Bryan in it. hmm Freaking salute. I mean, they're just not... They're, they just really ramped it up then. Yeah. But, like, freaking... Yeah, you know, Wade it was cool, but he wasn't like a... Him, him and Seamus O'Shaughnessy weren't... Like, they were big in, you know, in England and, you know, Europe and whatnot, but they weren't, like, huge names that everybody knew. They weren't, like, a Walter or anything like that. No. Or an Osprey. But, like... You know, they've been doing it for a while anyway. So, I mean, they just, they're just they just cutting off that one aspect of it until freaking people get big enough. I mean, you're going to tell me if MJF's contract didn't come up tomorrow, WWE wouldn't be offering him a deal? Yeah. Come on.
0: No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. saying that at all. I'm, I'm actually not. I feel there's a disconnect here. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just wanted to hear your opinion. Like you're. I right,
1: know. I'm just trying to make a point. <laughs> no,
0: no. You're making a great point about that. And like MJF, um, yeah, he's doing great. And so the thing about MJF from watching uh, Major League Wrestling was that this guy strapped his own rocket to his back. hmm And if they put enough money in front of his face. I wouldn't fault them for it.
1: Yeah, no I mean, that's that's the thing, dude. Just freaking, it's all you know. It's a business. You know, you're you're you know. They tell you, you know, you're your own business. You know, it's up to you to get out there. It's up to you to get in front of a camera. It's up to you to get merch. It's up to you to go to the gym. You know, if you if you want it bad enough, you're you know people are people are willing to do whatever it takes. You know, there's always gonna be somebody that wants it more. So you gotta you gotta you know work smarter not harder. Or work smarter and harder. Really, is what it comes down to.
0: I I also think the extra asterisk there is whether you want control of your character or not.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely that definitely can be part of it. I don't, but I mean, that's a person by person thing.
0: I agree, and I don't, I don't think that all wrestlers. Trying to form this without sounding like an asshole. They have ideas. you all have Mm -hmm. ideas. It's few and far between that I find people that know exactly what they want and how they want to say it. A lot of times, I want to say 90% of the time I put a camera in someone's face, whether I'm taking photos or filming a a promo, first words out of their mouth are, what do you want me to say?
1: Mm -hmm. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do?
0: That's not bad. That's not a bad thing. I'm not shitting on that. What I'm saying is is there's a difference between the people, the, like, the, the small percentage of people that, like, know exactly what they want and want absolute control, and there's people that just want to wrestle and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and just achieve their dreams. And when it boils down to it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to go to WWE because that's what you want to do and that was your dream or that's where you're going to make more money or... There's nothing wrong with that,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and it's one of the worst things that I hate about. And I'm going to use a word you don't like: the marks. When okay. when they expect you to do something like you, you can't expect this gem of a person to stay in struggle mm-hmm. where they're they making a hundred thousand a year or fifty but what they know when they're given direction and where they just want to wrestle and go to WB and make anywhere from a hundred thousand to two or three million, like Seth Rollins does, um, and take direction and just, and be happy. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I hate hearing any like, Oh, like you can't believe this person sold out and did this, you know, well, fuck you, man. Let them live <laughs> their life, man. You're,
1: you're, yeah, you're not, you're not the one dining at that table, you know, it's, it's kind of what it is, it's, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's people, it's decision, but it's, it's person's decision, you know, it's, it's super cool to be like, oh, I didn't need to, I didn't need them, if mm-hmm. yeah, they wanted me, I didn't want them, but like, at the, at the other side, though, you know, people get, you know, people get their, you know, their livelihoods there for people some people are there for decades at a time some people are there for like 11 years and you might see them on TV for a year but they're still they're taken care of the whole time right exactly you know it's it's you know I been, never was never my deal but freaking you know might have been cool well, might not have been
0: it's one of my favorite things about you is that you're a family man I'm a, <laughs> I dig I'm, it <laughs> I'm, a, I'm always pulling at you like hey let's go do this like nah dog nah I'm with my family tonight we're, we're playing Scrabble for 10 minutes and fuck you <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> no 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 like you would rather the 10 minutes of Scrabble than anything else no. that's your personal choice and and even if I was like dude I'm on the way to Vegas we just got booked here nah dude like wife's wife's birthday anniversary she stubbed her fucking toe um take care of business brother no. I'll, uh, I'll put you over when I get there and I'll ha- come back with some footage which is what should happen instead of like, fuck you you're missing an opportunity No nah, dude No, you, you, you take care of me I, I take care of you Colin is the same thing and I, I really hope that our listeners are understanding the, the deep dive that we're doing right now it doesn't matter if your favorite wrestler went to WWE and you hate WWE and you don't want to watch it Were you really his fan In the first place? Um, yeah i
1: not wrong dude Freaking it's You know Everybody had, you know, it's, a, it's a different cup of tea Is all it is Freaking certain people Like certain things
0: a- Agreed yeah. and, 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 and then To circle back You can't judge a book By it's cover But when it comes to Comic books and wrestlers You absolutely have to Judge them by it's cover
1: <laughs> That's true That's kind of the whole purpose Of having the cover At that point Yes sir yeah, Yes sir tea get people to look at it
0: that's all I got on that one man uh, I actually had all these notes to circle back to that thanks thanks for uh, it's it, walking through minefields guys this is what happens when you're on the fucking level um, mm-hmm. even if certain somebody won't let you get a windowless van
1: you can buy your own windowless van I'm just uh, driving around in it we I can take my hoopty any day of the week you say that you say
0: that now but if, what I have a, if I have an extra extra cold air conditioner, flat screen TV, little refrigerator, with all your pop schools I know you like.
1: Do I just freaking? They released suicide, these Suicide Squad pops, freaking! I've already got uh, Bloodsport and Captain Boomerang, the Walmart exclusive. Oh no! <laughs> no, it's it's on. It's freaking oh, no. on. I think they've only they, they've got a total of I think nine right now out. Uh, so I got to get them all.
0: I uh, was looking it's at like my.
1: Pops or co- it's like it's like cocaine. You got to get it all,
0: dude. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day when you're you were talking about the same thing, and I was just thinking about my uh, my shopping cart at McFarlaneToyStore.com <laughs> <It's
1: up laughs> Gotta get them all. Gotta get them all.
0: <laughs> you can't get a Peacemaker without the Harley. Can't have the Harley without the fucking Bloodsport, and you definitely can't have it without uh, fucking Polka Dot Man because. The whole point of it is getting King Shark. The only thing I have a gripe about is it doesn't have a book he's reading backwards.
1: That's true. Like, I, like, hadn't, thought of, I hadn't thought of that, but you're not wrong. The, I gotta go. Hopefully, I can find him, Pokey dot poke Man tomorrow. The,
0: the 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 little things are what matters. Remember when I show, uh, sent you the the picture? You didn't know that the Shockmaster action figure came out and it, it, was, it was upside down, it was upside down, breaking through the wall. You died laughing.
1: That was hilarious. That's a it's it's little things, man. The, that little thought process like makes it that much better. It's like, okay, now I have to have this, and I can't take it out of the box because then it loses the entire joke. We can't we can't put. That's, that's that's something you would hang. That's something you would hang on your freaking on your wall in oh, your yeah. office backwards. <laughs> yeah,
0: because the back of it wasn't cardboard. They actually, it's clear and you can see it falling backwards.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an amazing moment that totally happened on accident, but it's forever amazing.
0: Now we have uh, a couple things to talk about before we go into the com- comic books. Um, you want to do Spider-Man, or you want to do what if?
1: Let's start with what if. I feel like that'd be quicker.
0: I'd appreciate that because I feel like I have a shitty disposition on it, and I I don't want to have that. I, I really mm-hmm. need you to sell me on this gimmick.
1: I don't know, man. I freaking I caught the I uh, the first two episodes while I was gone out of town this past weekend. Um, I really enjoyed them. I really uh, the animation's top notch. I felt like freaking I like you know they brought in Watu, the watcher, which you know was in he was in the last scene of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 but like, they introduced the Watcher and they've got a uh, you know first one where they had Captain Carter come out and she becomes you know the first Avenger Captain America basically Captain Britain if you will And but then the turnaround where freaking skinny skinny Steve Rogers ends up becoming Iron Man or that, that was that was amazing that was more like Hulkbuster it it was whole but still a still an Iron Man armor. What what did what did they call it? The uh, the Hydra Breaker, Hydra Buster. Yep. Yep. Freaking Hydra Smasher. Yeah, it was. But yeah, no, I do. I loved it in the end, cause in, at the end of the day, you know, even in an alternate reality, freaking Steve Rogers is still Steve Rogers, and freaking, you know he's still he's still this close to getting the girl, but can't quite get it. He showed, you know, willing to fight everybody, even if he has a buck twenty soaking wet with a brick. Yeah. Freaking! I mean, it, I, I thought it was amazing. You know, we had Bucky in there. We had a uh, Dum Dum Dugan was in there. Oh, the
0: original Dum Dum did the voice too.
1: Yeah. They yeah it, all was, did. It, it was epic.
0: It, it. I'm glad you gave me that because I have a problem when I feel like I'm being manipulated. And okay. They brought up the dance too many times because the dance when it finally happened, I'm not I'm not too macho to admit that when I was in the theater watching um last Avengers movie, when Steve Rogers went back in time and got old with Haley Atwell and Miss Peggy. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, tell me about that right nah, no. no. But then they show us the dance. Um, mm-hmm. I remember being so upset he didn't get his dance. And then he gets his dance. And in an Endgame. And then they brought it up like four times. I, I, I felt I felt emotionally manipulated. And I, I felt even more emotionally manipulated in, part, in issue two, episode two. When it's the swan song of Chadwick uh, Boseman. And, mm-hmm. and we're getting Yondu... And Michael Rooker said he would never play Yondu again. And but you're not going to say no to Marvel. Yeah, and, and, and I get that. But there was it was all these it was a kick-ass story, and then they would bring it in to the the reins that they had you by the bulls, and like of why you emotionally were connected to it. And I felt I felt manipulated, and that's why I was pissed off about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, they—they they, definitely—I wouldn't say manipulation, but I and mean, they are definitely pulling at the heartstrings. You know, they definitely, they definitely, they—I mean, these are, you know, these are characters that you freaking, you know, we've grown up with, you know, as, as since childhood. childhood yeah. You know, while, you know, people and people who've just been—if you're just into the movies, you know. If, you're still looking at 13 years worth of connection with these characters. Oh yeah. You know, since the first Iron Man movie, I believe, came out in 2008, freaking. That was a good day. You know, they, they, you know, you've run the gambit with these characters. You freaking, you were there when Yondu died. You know, you were there when freaking the portals opened up at the end of Endgame, and freaking, you were there when they were like, get this man a shield. Yeah. You know, all, all that stuff. You know, Marvel's been. Marvel's been doing this the whole time, you know, they've always played these characters emotionally, and even when it's basically a comedy like freaking Guardians of the Galaxy, you still care. Oh, like when when Group bust out freaking at the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy, we are Groups. We are group. It was like, oh you bastards, Espe- you got me.
0: Especially when you see like little Rocket Raccoons hand held out and mm-hmm. and and <laughs> uh, there's a lot of little things, but there was a build up to it. This was a yeah. forty five minute like expertly animated by the way, just like you I said.
1: But, like, it True, but it's still it's still the same it's still the same characters. They're just in different situations. It, it's still Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. He's just not Black Panther my, now. He's Star Lord.
0: My point is, kiss me in the mouth, take me to dinner
1: first. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, like I said, it's still you know they're still taking their time. They're they're still they're still pulling at the same emotional heartstrings with the same characters. They're just in a different in a different story. You know, and I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it from here, you know. I know they dropped the third one tonight. And I'm I'm interested to just check it out and see where they're going to go with it. Because, I mean, that's the thing is eventually, you know, it looks like we're going to eventually get Marvel Zombies, which will be crazy. You know, because then it'll be interesting to see if they go full bore with it. You know, I I personally want to see if they're going to utilize this to at least experiment with the idea of mutants. Agreed. Or if they're gonna use it to bring in the Fantastic Four as like a debut,
0: I'd prefer Fantastic Four. Uh, the last,
1: the last, uh, the last episode, possibly.
0: I'd prefer the FF just because they're the first family. Yeah. And establish that. Um, I'm. I love the fact that Jeffrey Wright, who played uh, Peoples Hernandez from the first, for the redo with uh, Samuel Jackson uh, Shaft. As the mm-hmm. watcher I love that guy man Like, I, like they, they picked all the right people I guess I was uh, I do have to say Just to be 100% Transparent um, Last weekend When I watched all of them I had four ex-girlfriends Going What's up <laughs> You poor poor bastard It Sucked <laughs>
1: it, like, like Yeah
0: I date hot chicks I could pick one, two, three, four. I picked none. I'd rather be alone because all y'all are nuts, and I'm already in a shitty emotional state. And I uh, might as well put what if in, and then I get pissed off because they didn't pick the right guy to play this guy. And like, yeah, like I, just, like I said, I gotta be transparent about it uh, because gotcha. Just minefields, you know. Like,
1: yeah. well, I mean, you gotta be. I mean, if you're in, you know, if you're in a state of mind, freaking, you know, like that kind of that can definitely affect your viewing capabilities. You know, sometimes it'll make it better depending on what show's on, sometimes it makes it worse. Yeah. Sometimes you find little things and they become big things because you're already in a pissed off mood.
0: Yep. Hell man. I was in a pissed off mood when uh I found out that Alberto Dorito was like beaten on page. I was about to drive down to fucking El Paso.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we. Never condone that, that's for sure. Eh.
0: We got uh tell me about Far... Uh, no Way Home. What were your impressions on uh,
1: that? finally. gonna you know, do freaking I know it was like you know, I feel like a couple of days earlier, five G was all like you know, the trailer's coming, the trailer's coming. You know, and freaking they it got here finally. And it will be interesting to see what happens. Freaking, we got uh you know, Spider-Man doesn't want everyone to know his business, and he goes to Doctor Strange to manipulate his way out of that, and, you know, zaniness, and, and zaniness ensues.
0: I have... I, I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to come to the point, because Colin is a solid, like, eight years older than me, so he's read Spidey for, like, I want to say, like, 12 years more before I did. And, mm-hmm. um... When the Clone Saga happened, he tuned out. And it was his favorite in the whole world. There, like, there was nothing better to him than Spider-Man. There
1: is still...
0: There is still nothing better to him than Spider-Man than before the Clone Saga. And when the Clone Saga happened, he... It, it it just like his parents got divorced. It was his fault. Um, like it was it was that. And um, yeah. it, I, 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 he he'll tune in every now and then, but it's it's with like egregious. You made me do this. And yeah, um, the preview we see. Hints of uh, Sandman, Electro. We obviously uh, see Doctor Octopus, and we see uh, the the pumpkin bomb from an obviously voiced Willem Dafoe. And um, yeah, of course. But then I'm still he,
1: hoping. Just hope it's freaking a Ned Leeds freaking Hobgoblin, uh, dude. We we do. We had so much Green Goblin and the freaking the Sam Raimis, and oh yeah, freaking we had in the Amazing Spider-Man series. I was like, dude, come on. Give me, give me somebody else for a change. It's like, it's like Joker in the Arkhamverse. You know, freaking everything had to have Joker in it. Right. It's like, give, give me, like, Spider-Man has such a rich, freaking rogues gallery. Give me, give me a, give me a, a Sandman, who was the best part of Spider-Man Three. Oh, Hands down. Uh,
0: dude, hundred percent. When he went and we went and met, met his daughter, and we're talking about mm-hmm. heartstrings here, like that was something else. Get out of here. All right. I just yeah, I
1: mean you, you made a whole movie with Mysterio last time that was great you know we have Blizzard there's a, there's a million characters you can go into give me a Doc Ock all over again yeah, yeah. give me give me a you know, freaking Venom just hanging out in started all movies now
0: they're about to push uh Let There Be Carnage back to January
1: oh really
0: yeah um now here's
1: because Man's coming out in December that's right
0: and here's the thing that you you don't know because uh, you you and I have talked about Spider-Man and well, what we do and we do not know. The thing about Spider-Man is it's littered in it started getting littered in the mid-90s when they make this, like, left turn, Clone Saga, uh, all this other stuff I don't even think about because I'm going to get pissed off. Um, oh, one,
1: day, one last day.
0: One last day. But one last day is one of four fixes... When they fucked up and everyone got pissed off. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is littered with fixes that were just like...
1: We went too far.
0: (laughs) We we went too far and now we're going too far on the fix. And we really hope that you buy this Joe Quesada cover. Joe Quesada illustrated the whole thing and wrote it. And so it's supposed to be special and it's a fix. And then you find out that... uh,
1: Spider-Man's got a new hat.
0: Spider-Man has a new hat. And not only that, but when he got his new hat, his daughter died that he didn't know was Mary Jane was impregnated with, and Aunt May's back alive. It's, it's, it's shitty fixes at the worst. And we're getting one last day where mm-hmm. Parker's like, well, maybe I- Mary Jane can remember me and me and like hey you're, you're fucking up the, the spell here's the thing about all that that is not Doctor Strange is it now that is uh, under no circumstances and I have the proof is it Ben Reilly no no is it Miles Morales oh, oh dude
1: is it May Mayday
0: Parker you and I would love for all of those it's Mephisto
1: it's the oh, say the jackal it's
0: uh, alright now you're just trying to piss me off
1: it could have been the jackal. All
0: right, so Peter Parker, in in the trailer, the teaser trailer, knocks on Doctor Strange's door, and he's like, Yo, everyone knows who I am. Do you mind changing time and space for me? And the whole room is filled with snow. Doctor Strange is in, like, Oh, call me Steven. And they do that snarky joke. Oh, that felt weird. You knock on some dude's door, and like, Uh... Can you change time, especially, dude? No problem. <laughs> Go to my basement, mm. and then Wong is all like, "Yo, I'm out of here. Uh, y'all be good." <laughs> yeah, I promise. I, I promise. Who doesn't, who
1: doesn't love some Wong though?
0: Wong never leaves. Strange.
1: Mm.
0: That's the thing. Wong never leaves. Strange. Ever. Mm. That, that that that's a constant. It, it's 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 just not happening, and and then we get multiverse, which is fine. Uh, I'm not gonna argue that because the uh, the animated Spider-Man movie was one of the best things I ever saw in my life. Um, there is no way in hell that is Doctor Strange. That is hundred percent the reveal of who Mephisto is.
1: And we're sure it's not the Jackal.
0: Ah, Jackal and his clones. I'm, I'm not buying I'm not buying it. That's how they're... like. Because remember in uh, the whole hubbub during WandaVision was like... That's obviously Mephisto. Or Mephisto's coming and it wasn't Mephisto. And they respected... In, in, if, in if all you,
1: fairness, they never said Mephisto was coming. The fans assumed it was Mephisto.
0: Yes, they did. That,
1: that one's on them.
0: That's a good point. Well, you don't knock on Doctor Strange's door... And say, yo, can you change time and space? In reality, no questions asked. And he says yes. Uh, th- think, right. th- think about I think that.
1: I got you, boo-boo.
0: Yeah, exactly. Th- th- think about that, that tete-a-tete that Thor and Doctor Strange had at the end of Thor. When, like, you know, they're sitting there and he's constantly filling his beer and, you know, tell me more. Doctor Strange wants to know a little bit more. Like, ah, you know, No problem. We'll just erase yeah. everyone's mind. Um, there's so many problems that came from that story, and it took years for Dan Slott to fix it. Yeah. And, and build the trust in Spider Man again. And. God damn it, they're fucking it up in this Sinister War thing right now. So we'll talk about that next week.
1: Dum down dum. I don't know it's, it's, It'll be interesting I mean they haven't Let us down with Spider-Man yet So I don't expect Them to do it now I don't Plus either. we got We got Shang-Chi Coming right around The corner
0: And by the way I read that if Shang-Chi doesn't Do well They're pushing Morbius even Further back And uh, uh, Eternals Just to make sure They get more People in the theater Because they're, they're Restricted to the Theaters again
1: Oh gotcha
0: did you enjoy the period of time in the past two uh, year and a half of uh, getting some HBO Max and paying twenty bucks or something like that for a theater release?
1: Yeah. Well, right. I don't feel like I really did it too much. Freaking, we, like we watched Wonder Woman '84 when it came out in theaters gear, but like we always like we always like to go out to the theater. We went out to we went out saw the Paw Patrol movie this past uh, weekend. And that was pretty good. The
0: uh, Matrix trailer was released to... um, It's now officially called Matrix Resurrections. And uh, about a month ago, maybe two months ago, Colin and I were talking about how we would write the next Matrix movie. And I think they were listening to our conversation.
1: (laughs) That's funny.
0: It it happened again, just like Cobra Kai. But even then, like... um, I'm getting pissed off. Do the Morales thing and say just enjoy it and chill the fuck out.
1: (laughs) Everything will be alright, butterfly. Thank you, grasshopper. (laughs) But yeah, no. I mean, it's you know we got we got a lot to look forward to. A lot of good movies coming out. Movies are you know hopefully people will want to handle this in a more you know respectful manner and just kind of take precautions properly. I agree. You know, and make it you know make it a point. Let's freaking let's end this nonsense before it get to worse again.
0: I appreciate that. I really do. Because so. when you fuck with my Spider-Man, it's it's like fucking with, with my, my emotions. With my emotions, it, it's it's like the. I, I was telling you. I only talk about like briefly. The the new Catwoman. Um, there's a new. Commissioner that really likes Catwoman, and they have had a couple of little trysts. And Batman is it Rene Montoya? No, it is a guy that looks like John Constantine that really pissed me off. Aww. Uh But like, yeah, let I me mean, give us the the list for tonight's ski. We got. Hold on me get my iPad update for my MacBook Pro. Legend of the Dark Knight number four, Nocturne number six, Nightwing number eighty-three, Flash number seven seventy-three, Batman Secret Files Clan Hunter number one, Trial of Magneto number one, Cat One number thirty-four, What If one through one through two, which we already did, and also talked about Spider Man. What do you want to What do you want to do first, man? Because this is like, uh, just to put in perspective, how we do meat and potatoes. Uh, our good buddy Dan. He was the drummer for the Suicide Puppets. The first time we met him it was after going to Mile High and raiding some serious gyms and uh, we met up with Amy who was at, uh, at I don't want to say his name is Adam um, He knew Amy and he wanted to see Amy because they went to school together and they, we were, they were late because he just got, Dan just got back from Afghanistan and um okay. We went and got some steaks, and, uh, I ordered a, uh, mid-rare steak with a side of balsamic vinegar soaked, uh, with, uh, portobello mushroom soaked in it, and these comics I see were that goddamn good. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. With the, with the, the waiter with the cracked pepper and the Parmesan cheese, and, like, I need a little splash of Tabasco, and, um... I don't know where to start. I mean, like, Nightwing, first and foremost, was... Goddamn. But you pick. You, you pick
1: the... Nah, uh, Let's just this start, the with oh. start with Nightwing, then. Let's start with Nightwing. Cool. And solid. Cool. Yeah, we had uh, Nightwing 83 here. We got a... You know, we just found out that uh, Dick Grayson has a half-sister. And, you know, he's trying to come to terms with that. While at the same time, Blockbuster and the local police are right outside the door, and he's of course a wanted criminal, because of course he is. Of course. You know, and he's you know he's trying to tell them, you know, he's like, you know, I'm, you gonna know, get out of here, you guys, you know, handle this, but I'll handle, I'll handle Blockbuster, you know, and Blockbuster ends up kicking the door down because he he owns freaking the majority of Bloodhaven. And he walks in and he sees Nightwing's sister and her friend. Um... And they're both tied up to to chairs. You know, and we see Nightwing on the roof and there comes Blackbuster and they start going at it. You know, Blackbuster basically is showing off that he can get away with whatever he wants no matter what he wants to do because he's got the police in his back pocket as they start opening fire from a helicopter, just in broad daylight. You know, just trying to take, you know, take Nightwing down. Of course, they you know, Nightwing eludes uh, them as, you know, he is wont to do. And then ends up back at his place with Oracle and Tim Drake Robin, there to help him out. There's- Turns out he ends up sleeping for two days.
0: Oh. Two whole days, so basically the equivalent of three months.
1: Yeah, probably most sleep he's gotten in years, except for maybe when he was Rick Grayson. <laughs>
0: We're not gonna talk
1: about but, that. But uh, yeah, please know, you know, and he started you know, he turns out that Tim's been doing patrols for him to keep everything safe. They haven't. There's been no signs of heartless anywhere in town. You know, and then Dick's all about how he needs to get. He's got a plan for Bloodhaven, but he needs to start talking to people. He needs to start talking to people he trusts and people outside of his system. So he ends up talking to uh, to Leslie Tompkins over at her clinic, ends up talking to the, t- the the Titans, ends up sitting down here talking with Lucius Fox, and then he ends up talking with Superman, just trying to get different people's perspectives on his plan and I guess to an extent, trying to see if people will talk him out of it.
0: That's the appetizer with Superman. Now, he talked to a few people before Superman, where he got his name from. I love that they referenced that. I did not know that until, like, a month ago when you mentioned that to me, and then they brought mm-hmm. it up in this comic. I love the fact that, that DC integrates integral history, and what do you do in Metropolis? I want to talk to you. And, like, they're... they're their back and forth here was such a good buddy moment where mm-hmm. like superman could knock this guy's head off straight into krypton um at the faster velocity than then green lantern and get there on his own power and i need to know what to do and superman gives him the tells him you gotta make a choice.
1: Yeah well I, I love the fact that like they're talking about it, he's like you know I need to talk, I need your perspective you have a unique perspective and Superman is just like basically like, oh cause I'm an alien and then Nightwing just instantly is like no you're you know because you're one of the most human people I know It's one of the best
0: parts about Superman
1: yeah and that, that's the whole thing is that he you know he respects it because it's not in his nature per se like he's he was just raised to be a good person so he's a good person but yeah, they you know. They talk, he starts going off on the plan. and he, he asks straight up, you know, "Hey, are you gonna, are you gonna talk to Bruce about this?" And he's like, "No, you know." He's like, "I might text him, but like, he'd probably actually appreciate the non-personal touch." <laughs> and Superman, so just seeing Superman laugh at that, be like, "You're not, you're not wrong with he, that."
0: He has a solid guffaw on that one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, for a man who so fearlessly stood up to Darkseid. Bruce will do, do anything to avoid a conversation. You yeah, know, and then he talks about how freaking you know, Nightwing talks about how Alfred left him all this money, and Superman just instantly changes I'm, I'm so, so you know, I'm sorry about you know Alfred, and he's like I looked you know I looked up to him greatly, and he's just like you know, it takes it takes Dick aback a little bit. You know, you looked up to Alfred, and he's just like of course you know the world would have you know. Would have been lost throughout the heroes he raised without his generosity, his love, and his support. You know, and then he's like, you know, you're a lot like him. And all he can say is, you know, thanks.
0: You know, I posted on uh, Facebook, reminded me, I posted the uh, Alfred getting his neck twisted by Bane a year and a half ago, almost two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook reminded me of that. Like, And I feel like we're like five years ahead of that. And the absence of Pennyworth is. Not to be ignored. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's it's more than it's more than Gordon. It, it's it's yeah. more, it, it's it might even be almost equivalent to losing Batman, but not as close.
1: Yeah, and the fact that they they've lasted this long, you know, he's been he's been around a little bit here and there as far as like certain comics, but like you know, they've been pretty straight about keeping him gone this time around. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be back at some point, but... Of course. As of, as of yet, he's yet to really reappear in the main Bat titles.
0: Do you think that that would be the new rule? You know, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like there's no bringing back Uncle Ben, there's no bringing back Batman's parents, unless Flashpoint style, and, um... you think it might be a new rule not to bring back Alfred?
1: Eh, maybe, maybe not. Like... You know they killed. I mean, Damian. They killed off Damien It was a pretty big moment. They oh. did that whole silent issue, and that was intense. And like well, they brought him back within them. I feel like a year, year and a half. And you know, like they really. I think that I really wish they would have explored that a little deeper. I agree. Because right now, it's not even now. It's not even mentioned.
0: I agree.
1: You know that you know losing a child is probably one of the most horrible things that could happen to somebody and like they they, they, they scratched the surface of it but we did not get that deep dive we could have got to really see where they could have gone with that had the right person been in charge at the time
0: there's a lot of scenes in this uh, art art wise that really hit hard for me I'm gonna flash back here I'm scroll back Next. We've got Nightwing escaping miraculously in a fucking Apache helicopter. <laughs> uh, swinging, like, I love how we get more intuitiveness on his nightsticks. And then we get, like, him showing up, falling asleep, and Barb putting him asleep and just giving him that, like, heartfelt, like, you know, good night, dick. And then we get him showing up in Metropolis. He's basically posed as Spider Man. Superman's like, uh,. Not telepathic, but you're here. Let's talk. And then they're, they're sitting there in front of the, the, the Daily Planet globe, like, just chilling. And we get yeah. true emotional, like, like, poses. You know how much I hate talking heads? And then, mm-hmm. and then we go a page further, and Dick is looking out the window. He's got his fist to his head. And then when Barbara, like... It was, I would expect this to have been like a year and a half, maybe two years in the future, when she, in three panels, in in the stoic pose, holds his arm, holds his hand, and then just plants it on him. Yeah. Go get him, Boy Wonder. That, that was even better than, like, and I know how iconic, you know, you hit the jackpot tiger was but go go get him boy wonder no one else could say that to him especially remember i called you last week about this episode this issue and i'm like he's out of the shadow of the bat yeah and she's the only one that could say that she plants it on him and then we get the 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 press junket we see uh homeboy here covering up his hands he looks just like romulus from uh wolverine origins um and people are cleaning up the we, we got the three legged dog we got the, the, the sister and the mother that they didn't know anything about and then I know it's stupid but we see his phone with all the, uh, the explosions from Cass and the, the text messages from Damien and the smile and then, and then we get to the actual phone call from
1: fucking Bruce Yeah, dressed as Batman like, this isn't, you can tell if this isn't something, like, planned. He yeah. just, he saw it, and he just, he responded.
0: Thank you. Yeah. That is a perfect way to put it. Yeah. He didn't think yeah. about it. He picked up the phone and called. Yeah. And the photo. Yeah, and
1: while he's looking at a picture of Alfred and Dick.
0: Great smiles. Look at those smiles. The composition on these, all these panels. Would they split it, like even down to the cover remember how I was like such a mark for the uh, cover like five issues ago where he like jumped off the roof as like Robin and then like went into like Nightwing old school 80s mm-hmm. um this is thought out this is I hope that the people reading this are are really seeing uh, am, am I going out on a on a too much of a tangent here that I'm, no. I'm feeling that that Dick is out of the shadow of the bat because now he's honored Pennyworth. He's got money, but he doesn't give a shit about it. He, he wants to help the community. Like No, I think it takes vocalized. it in a different... It's a totally
1: different... It is. It's a totally different beast than what Bruce has ever utilized his money for before. You know, he's always trying to beat crime... And Dick's going about other ways. And I think it. I think it does take him out of, out of, of Batman's shadow, and it puts in, it levels the playing field. If not, put it definitely puts Nightwing on a different level.
0: Do you ever think about that when you're developing your character as a wrestler, about how to do that sort of next step?
1: Oh yeah, no, definitely between trying to get stuff together and. You know, work towards getting further up the card, or if you're working on a tag team, or you're working on breaking up and breaking up a team, something like that. There's definitely thought processes as to setting up the new, the next level, changing things up ever so slightly. That way, when you fully go there, it's it makes sense.
0: It does, but it also affects all your fans. Where Mm -hmm. where where you see all the different shots here, where you see. Barb and the 3 legged dog and then we see Dick on TV and then we see Batman. It's it's affecting everyone and then we get to what's his asshole's name? Heartless. Heartless. Like at first I was like is that a Professor Pig mask? No, it's Heartless. I see all the hearts. Yeah. I get it.
1: Yeah, uh, now we see him. We see he's also watching and you know He's talking about how he owes him so much. You know, he made me who I am today, but I have plans for Bloodhaven and they don't really live up with Dick's vision. And I'll have to take his heart before he gives it to the city. So there's there's some type of connection between Heartless and Dick Grayson. We just don't know what it is as of yet.
0: Probably his uh sister's mom's other uh bastard child from another circus. <laughs> It happens. I, I do like the visual on this one—the the wall of hearts and formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. That that's gnarly, and then and then we get the extra spice here in next fear state. So one of the great things about everything we've talked about this before, uh, but not on on uh, reporting, is how wonderful it is that all of the the bat books are connected, but only mm-hmm. only so loosely. They're connected, but yeah, and. I mean, we see Hannibal Lecter in the in the mask, but then we see this guy in a mask and this perfectly tailored Italian suit and hundreds of hearts. What is he doing with them?
1: Yeah. And then why we, are they here? Why does he take them? Why does he want them?
0: Yes, sir. And then we also have his little underling, his secretary here, which we can no longer uh, underestimate after Hugh Vile. <laughs> yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah. And it just harkens back to, well, you gotta get the number ones, man. You know, that's when all the. Yep. Yep, uh, just, you get the number ones, but, uh, it happens. But we're gonna take a quick break, guys. Guys, we're back from a, a quick little break ski. And, uh, before we get started, I was like, I wanted to talk about the Trail of Magneto, but I'm just, like, kinda torn about it because I don't remember Scarlet Witch Dying. I read all the X books. I do remember, um, the X-23 clone that I barely remember the name of because she just loves little Wolverines and shit dying and uh, new mutants are trying to do a weekend at Bernie's thing with her I don't remember Scarlet Witch dying at all I remember her showing up at the end of the Hellfire Gala and Magneto forgiving her and then being cool and then having a dance and then Kurt transports drunk as shit and falls you know sees them dancing and falls asleep and Magneto is the prime suspect of who killed her and the X-Men even invite the Avengers there's a knockdown drag out I mean Dakin gets like thousands of like shards of metal shoved through his back um it's a the last this is a serious knockdown drag Polaris is like you know you're a piece of shit dad and he's like you're a disappointment what I meant to say when I forgave you was that I I don't like you at all <laughs> and um he's the prime suspect um the only good thing I I see here is after that battle, because all of a sudden Magneto during the battle, Magneto disappears completely. What's happening? Where'd he go? And you see Pietro just hitting him with like a million fists at once. And he's knocked out and it ends up on the bar. We got blob. Who's the bartender. I'm sure you've seen it before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, He's serving Toad and Mastermind and Quicksilver a couple of drinks. And Mastermind says the simpler times. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Old school. The the only one missing is is Wanda. And Magneto's fucked up. And Toad goes crazy. And then we get these semblances of where Scarlet Witch is at she's dead but she's not dead she knows she's dead but she knows she's not actually really dead there's there's a great little uh, explosion of flowers out of her evisceration at the end and some more strange symbols where am I I don't know I mean I just I I think this is unnecessary
1: I can see that yeah I mean all it says is that they just they found her dead at the end of the Hellfire club gala. And they're basically like, "Where's Magneto?" Well,
0: why is Magneto even important right now? There's so much better stuff going on with the vault. I mean, they barely touched on that in two issues. Mm-hmm. Where X twenty three and um, not Proteus, um, Polaris. Not Polaris. I'm spacing on Darwin and another dude going to into the vault, and they're there for like 190 something years and. There's so much other meat and potatoes, and why put Magneto on trial? I mean, like, if anything, I'd want—I want to know where Sabretooth's been since Krakoa was founded. He killed a human on their first goddamn mission, mm-hmm. and then uh, he comes back. Yeah, we succeeded. And like, yeah, we just made these rules where if you kill a human, we're gonna fuck you and put you in a never-ending abyss of uh, of nothingness. Sorry, dude. Um... Yeah, they made the rules after. It's like, you know, a bunch of petulant kids playing tag, like I said before. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just pissed off about it. I don't know why. The artwork's great, but...
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to read this one yet, and... I it's cool, but we'll just see what happens with it, I guess.
0: We got to. Give me some Noctera, man, because every time Noctera comes out, I fall asleep.
1: <laughs> oh, you're sleeping on something good, man. Freaking... This is Denver's own Noctera. <clears throat> are we booking Alrighty.
0: her are we booking her
1: oh, i wish Yeah, hmm. um we start out you know they're um they're all in this place that is protected from the shades but we go back to where uh we this book starts out where the shades have first come out and they're just obliterating everybody talking about how uh it was just, it was just total carnage. Their skin had some kind of sharpness to it. They just made it was like it was made of thousands of tiny blades or shards of black glass.
0: Death by a thousand it, cuts.
1: <clears throat> yep. Slicing through people, this over and over again. All you could hear was a sound, and it sounded like a, a parent telling their child to be quiet, just hush. <clears throat> and we see. And Val and M as kids running through this crowd just trying to stay alive. And we end up waking up in present time and Val's looking at uh, Tobias <clears throat> while he's talking to Blacktop Bill. And we find out that Tobias actually was the one that sent Bill to murder his own brother and Ooh. his gra- that, that granddaughter. And anybody else that was uh, with them, and Val grabs a gun and is pointing at the back of Tobias's head, and before she can do anything, uh, two guards sneak up behind her and have their guns pointed at her. And we end up going through this um, little bit of a monologue where Tobias talks about how, you know, his brother was so smart, but he was just—he was basically too smart for his own good. And he was he was too busy being a dreamer, and while you know while you know he was busy being a dreamer, I was busy being a grown up, and you know funding all his nonsense ideas and look where it got us.
0: Is that like her blaming him for everything?
1: Yeah, well he's uh, he, yeah he's trying to blame it. You know he's like you know she, Bailey the the granddaughter is just mad that this guy basically had her grandfather his own brother murdered by Blacktop Bill and his goons and all Blacktop and Blacktop Bill just just for fun um, doesn't even kill him he turns him into a shade he makes him into the monster that you know that he brought to earth basically
0: right right I guess my question is more inclined to he's the petulant child the shitty fucking member of the family that brought doom
1: to us all yeah All they're looking for now is this this book that apparently was all his brother's, um, basically his brother's journal, but had uh, at least uh, quite a few of the answers as to how to possibly, you know, what to do next, basically. It talks about a, a place they can go and the type of light that could cure what's going on, that could fix the problem, basically. And she ends up telling him where the book is, because if not, they're just gonna throw him out there and let Grandpa come in and kill everybody. Right. And you know, he he leaves them to go get the book, and the two guards are there. And of course, M. Val and Bailey get away, utilizing some flash bulbs. Okay. But Tiberius he does get the book and um sends you know and blacktop bill shows up and he's just like you know and he's like no just go just go kill him just go just go end this already i've got the book and i'll let you i'll let you look at it and you can you can And they're talking about the uh the language of the shades and he's like i'll let you talk to the shades as much as you want that way you can kind of figure out more about them is and it, learn that language
0: is it is it vocal or is it telepathic
1: Um, It's a vocal sound, it's a sound, but it's, it's, you you can't understand what it is.
0: Did did they even put it in letters, or do they make scribbles?
1: It's a lot of scribbles.
0: Lovely. I dig it.
1: So he ends up going to finding them in a, uh, in this room, and behind them, behind behind it, you know, behind some glass are, are shades, And he's just like, oh, you know, you kids, you guys can't hide from me. You know, that, you know, they're hiding behind a table. And he's like, that table is not going to protect you from anything. And then he just looks at, he's like, you know, what the, and M's just like, you know, these are flash pops, you know, now with more chromium. And he ends up busting the glass and all the, uh, the shades come out and they just start attacking Bill while they make a run for it. And they end up attacking everybody in the building. This building that was supposed to be safe is basically just turned into a just a war zone. It's a massacre. Is the,
0: is the brother really a villain, or is he a victim?
1: Oh no, the brother. The brother is a villain. He he did this. You know, he he brought this all upon himself. He's willing to destroy what remains of his family just to get more power. Because he thinks he can, this book is going to take him to this place where everything's, you know, beyond beyond the light, basically.
0: I, I was yeah. I, I was thinking it'd be more of like a they would go a little bit. Would giving him the anti-hero be more of a cop out, or is it better that he's a like full-on villain?
1: I think, I think it works with him being a full-on villain. Like he's he's all just about. You know, himself, he's, he's about getting to that point where he's, he's out, he, as long as he's out, he's okay, he's fine, with every, anyone else, everyone else can die, he doesn't care. Like, they're making, they're making a run for their truck, that way they can escape, and Tiberius is the only one left, and he's he's got a gun, and he's talking about how, you know, you know, you think because you had some dream in the dark, you know things, you know, He's talking about what is Eos, you know, what's the origin of the dark, and most important, who is Nox? You know, these are all these are all questions that nobody has the answers to as of yet. Emery kind of has gotten a flash of this because, you know, he was turned into a shade a couple issues ago, though they were able to reverse it because it was quick enough. But he's like, you know, if you don't know, then you don't know anything. He's like, you have no map, you're just driving around in the dark, you know, but don't worry, the truth's coming for you it's sneaking up right behind you and he notices they're looking at him differently and he's like, what are you guys looking at? And then we just see Tiberius ripped in half by his brother who's who's turned into a shade. That's awesome. And freaking Bailey's just like, Grandpa? And he's speaking that language. And like, but he's, he's like, you can tell he's still holding back. He's not trying to get to any of the three of them. Right and she just she grabs the book and she's like thank you and they they run into the uh into the truck but it turns out that they don't have it though the truck has no power left so they were just kind of they were able to uh, get the car moving to their downhill and the the shades are just chasing after them now and they're just like we just got to get we just got to get down this hill we'll figure it out and the whole time like, Val's just, like, she has no idea what to do, but for the first time in a long time, she realizes she has hope.
0: That's all. Awesome. You know, she,
1: she, she realizes she can see the sun, and she's just talking about how, you know, hope comes to you at different moments in your life. Like, when she was, as a kid, she was blind, and why she's so used to the darkness. And she looks up, and she sees a picture that her brother drew where he blackened out the sun, and she's, she's crying and just happy and she turns around and she goes back to that scene where they're running from the shades when they're kids and this girl reached out and grabbed her hand and she's like my name is b b bellwether and then we turn around and there's b as an adult she's the um she's the one that leads all the trucks and tells them where to go and she's just standing out in front of these three trucks and she's just smiling and saying make it morning boys and they turn on the, all their lights, all their brights. That's, that's awesome. And they kill off all the shades.
0: That's and awesome, man. Getting, like yeah. moment of desperation, it happens in a little shitty truck. I, well, I love when that happens.
1: Yeah. So then the final, finally we see and uh, we see the remnants of everything. We see a blacktop bill stepping on human skulls. And he's talking about how he, uh, he's trying to understand the HEPA tongue. He's, he doesn't know where it is now because the shades are all gone. And this guy's like, help me. The, the door over there, please sir, I'm hurt. And then he looks at the door and he's like, okay, my shades, let's get to know one another. And that's where the, uh, where the issue ends with Bill looking for the shades in the remnants of the building that should have been hoped for everybody. But ended up being everybody's doom.
0: That's uh, that's something else, it's because that doesn't happen until like the twelfth issue. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this is what five, six. Uh, six. So all hope is gone. the The, the pillar of hope has been destroyed. All yeah. A lot of your favorite people are just dead or, or murdered.
1: Uh, I mean, all the, all, the, all the main characters are still around. Uh, the the brothers are dead. Well like, they... You know, we've gotten... We got the truck. You know, they're back with Bellwether.
0: Yeah, but that's what we know. Mm-hmm. That's what we know. The sergeant's back, but I keep telling you all the time, like, what the audience knows, which the participants don't. I love that sort right. of thing. It, it, the, yeah, the, right. the drama.
1: What do you yeah, want and That's the thing, is we don't... I don't know, that's... Like, it's, it's they, you know, they're looking for Eos now. They're trying to, they, we have no idea what this Knox character is. Right? And Knox is apparently a big deal. Like, I'm thinking Knox might be another scientist that helped the brothers bring out the light and, you know, bring the darkness to Earth. You know, but I mean, Do- Knox apparently has some answers on whether, you know, he might be a human. He might be some type of human shade hybrid. That can talk. He might be. He might be the end. I'll be. He might be. He might be the end of everything. We don't. We don't know yet.
0: I'm digging it, man. I, uh, I, I always miss this issue. I, I always miss it. Like somehow, Nightcrawler always slips under me for radar
1: I'm sorry. I can't be sleeping on it, man. This one's. This one's good. You know. You know. So what it's I, an interesting saga.
0: You know what I should do is I should call our good homeboy Ed over at Ed's Comics and Games. And I'm sure he'll find me some first prints, yeah. and and uh, make sure that uh, I get what I want. You know that's huh? what, that's what happens when you've got like uh, someone's awesome. A comic connection. A comic connection with someone like Ed. Man, I love that guy. Man,
1: we gotta yes, find we out. Do. We
0: gotta find out his
1: birthday. <laughs> let's get him cake. Get some hats.
0: Yeah, let's bring him a steak. <laughs>
1: yeah, he could probably use a good steak.
0: We should bring him a steak and a and a, and a beer, and we'll uh, we'll we'll wrangle the customers while he sits and eats for um. Bring, bring him an old. <laughs> just gonna,
1: uh, all they're using to let us play behind the register.
0: Ah, we'll oh, we'll just. Uh,
1: we're not we're not cute little six year old girls. No, we're not. Tours.
0: No, we're not. And like God, that little girl like curating free Comedy day was the best thing in the world. But okay, wait, what if we bring him? What if we bring him the steak? Oh, yeah, And then we bring a couple wrestlers in, like on a, on a busy day, and, uh-huh. uh, and we just bully people that are buying shit. <laughs> it works. You looked at that. Uh, you looked at it, you bought it.
1: Yeah, I'm down.
0: If, I mean, if Logan takes his shirts off, uh, you know, every time a, a cute girl walks in, or even an ugly girl, he's just like, oh, it's hot in here. Logan takes his shirt off. She spends 150 bucks on Pokemon cards.
1: <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever sells.
0: Yeah, hey, if, we, if we can get Ed over, that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, uh, Catwoman.
1: What about Catwoman?
0: She's got a side piece.
1: No, her and Bruce's love is true.
0: <laughs> you think so. Uh, their love is true. They're married. Of course, they made it on uh, the, uh cityscapes on the, uh, the pillars of Gotham City the tower over one make you feel small And the cityscape is large but Selina Kyle's got herself side piece she also has her own specific villain Father Valley a specifically Christian a specifically Christian bad guy that knows how to target people and he is five steps ahead of her. But we also have a new commissioner that is 100% in love with Miss Lena Kyle. And as the story progresses, he's figuring out what's going on with uh, the old father here. He actually looks like Constantine. Now, Father is like whooping the dog shit out of this woman. I mean, like, there is a... Knock down, drag out, tete a tete on this. And it it just happens. Like, the, she's in love with someone else. And as this new commissioner it figures out that Father Valley is not only what Selena thinks is two steps at her, he knows that she's ten steps ahead of her. And who he's targeting. And shows up to protect the wonderful woman in the wheelchair that I forget the name of because uh, I've just started reading Catwoman. Saves her life. He gets his brains pulling out. And that's it. It's Oh, wow. It's a parachute. He's dead. There's someone else in Selena's life right now. And the bat knows it. But the thing about the bat is is, is like I don't want to diminish the story, but I, I've been in situations where I knew someone I was really infatuated with or loved had a side piece because I was just too busy or had other things that were more important. Yeah. And that's what's happening now. There's no horror There's no skinkiness or nothing like that. She's... She, woman needs attention. New mm-hmm. New commissioner just got fucking... 86, by Father Valley Who is A million steps ahead of her I've never seen her take off In a parachute before Yeah No he took off in uh, a par- he Father, t-
1: Father Valley Fa- In relation to John Paul Valley Possibly
0: well, well Father Valley Took off He's the one that took off In the parachute uh, That mm-hmm. would be Interesting Especially considering Everything we know About Azrael's Creation And the hypnosis Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. That's a great question. Dum,
1: dum, dum. But
0: if he was like a big dude...
1: I'm uh, saying it's or Order St. Dumas, possibly?
0: No, no. He's a skinny little hacker from a '90s, a 94 hacker movie where he's like, I'm in. He's skinny, he's got long, greasy hair. He's no one's dad. <laughs> um, could be
1: relative in some form,
0: though. We'll call him
1: Neo. Oh, uh, dude. Not getting in that. God damn it. Not
0: getting getting the Matrix connection. Um, He's got some cool goggles. (laughs) a lot of good tech. But I'm liking the fact that the more we get more and more into the intricate uh, intricities of what's going on in Gotham, it's all about the bat. Now this one's about his lady is stepping out on him and he's... Okay with well, it as long as you can stop on a uh, on a ledge and get things done for a little bit. And oh, I'm sorry, your new boyfriend's dead. Um, whoops. Wh- whoops. Um, Gotham is intricate. Uh, the one thing I forgot to to bring up while we were talking about Nightwing was that Bloodhaven is Batman's trying to save Gotham. Gotham is basically mm-hmm. New Jersey. Uh, Bloodhaven is the equivalent to actual Hell's Kitchen in New York. It's a small little area, and that's what he's focused on, and he's not stepping out on it. That's yeah. that's what he's focused on. He, you're not going to save all of Gotham as one dude, but he's he's doing his best. He's got the money, and he's focusing on it. And it was I was happy to read a Catwoman issue. Like just it just stumbled him my lap and I said, "Fuck it, I, I got it." and Thank you for letting me dissect the best I could from it, from just a, that little bit. Mm-hmm. we What do we got next, man? We got, uh. Let's do, uh. You want to do Legends Archon or Clown Hunter?
1: Let's do some Clown Hunter. Thank you. Got it right here. Got our good buddy Bow. Is there? start off with, uh, you know, he's in school, getting bullied. He's uh, the new kid in school. Turns out he doesn't, you know, he doesn't belong there. He's a kid with the dead parents. And nobody likes him. Freaking he doesn't, you know, he's at a, uh, he's at Gotham Academy. And everybody knows he doesn't belong there. And he knows he doesn't belong there. But he keeps getting up because the bullies, you know, bullies aren't going to stop. So he, he keeps getting up and he keeps getting knocked back down, and we find out he's uh, he's following a particular clown by the name of Sol. Yep. It, it's Sun in Spanish, but in French it means soil, like dirt. Yep. Seems appropriate. And Sol's been uh, going out of his way to try to recruit people for Joker's gang. And Clown Hunter ain't having that, so he ends up following him into this abandoned bookstore. And then trying to take him out. But turns out, you know, that this has all been a plan all along. Oh, and soul I... ended up blowing up the building. And turns out he's got everyone's favorite new character freaking on the phone. FaceTime, baby. FaceTime it. Freaking.
0: Punchline.
1: Punchline is back yet again. And as per usual, she is two steps ahead of everybody. And Bao is just, he's down. He's getting crap kicked out of him by this, this clown, basically, who's grabbed his bat bat and is about to take him out. All while Punchline is sitting here and watching, and he ends up having to, you know, kick him in the shin and take his knee out that he already injured. And next thing you know, he's he's picking himself back up, and Punchline's over here just talking about how useless Saul is, and just flips the switch and is just like, you know, kill him. I don't care. I kill one of him, I'll get you know twenty more of them on the streets by tomorrow anyway. Yep. And she's just constantly just screwing his head, trying to trying to play mind games on him, trying to get him to trying to get him to you know break the bat's rule and kill, and then to kill this poor guy that really you know means nothing to nobody from from the looks of it. You know she ends up, you know he ends up talking, you know he's going back and forth with it, talking about how there's there's nonstop chances with Batman. I Maybe mean, if we took away all the chances. It'd be a better Gotham for everybody. And then she talks about oh, wait a second, I'm gonna make you I'll make you forget about soul. And she's she's like, You have one minute and she's like, That's more than I need And, you know, she's already working on her next plot because freaking he gave her the time of day. Talked about, you know, you got a lot of heart, I'll give you that, but you're you know, in the brain's department you're lacking. You know, and she's like, we've been waiting for you to show your face, planning for it. The bomb saw showed earlier it was never meant to kill you, it was just meant to hurt you. It was just meant to slow you down. And the next thing you know, there's just a barrage of clowns coming after poor old clown hunter. Now he's yeah, making a run for it.
0: This, this confused me. How so? She's only got so many resources in jail Mm -hmm. in prison now Joker would always rely on sources that he'd be easily dispendable but Mm -hmm. Joker was hardly ever incarcerated this goddamn (laughs) mom yeah um the, the amount of people that she would have to have other people kill off to get rid of anyone that talked that got that sort of information from her like a la, you know, the beginning of uh, the Dark Knight. You know, Joker says, "You mm-hmm. know, kill." There's too many resources that are expenditure. Uh, we're not even just talking no loose ends. Yeah, too many. Exactly, too many loose ends, and not even the fact she's got a an iPhone or a smartphone in prison. And I just think it's kind of ridiculous. However. I think that the people that were handed this story did the best with it that they could, especially expanded on his uh, origin of being superbly bullied. <laughs> like, if that's the way to put it. I mean, we see him getting, like... Next-level bullied. There's, like, uh, three, six, nine... There's, like, 14 dudes beating him up. He, yeah. would be, he would be dead with that amount of kicks on a human body. Mm-hmm. But then we get to... I think what was handed to them, like, a lot of times I read comics, I I wonder where the editor, like, when we were talking about how to talk to reporters earlier, gave them direction. Like, get to point A to point B, like, here's Clown Hunter, he's he's bullied, here's his origin, and then we get to the meat and potatoes, as we so often say, where it was just leading up to the fact that Red Hood is going to be mentoring Clown Killer, and that is awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she can see where go with it. You know, if you see him. Yeah, but as if, like, it's definitely. I think the whole thing ends up being that, like, Punchline is kind of. We've always had to. They made a point from day one to be like she's the anti Harley. Yeah. But, like, and. But she's. She's. She's even got, you know, she's got a charisma about her, and she's able to mentally screw with people on a level that even the joker is not able to do it a like joker there's there's fear but like people people really take this character for granted a lot or like they they like con- like the people in the books constantly underestimate her and it always comes back to bite them in the ass because they never oh she she knows she knows how to utilize social media she knows how to she knows how to manipulate people to get her way like she knows that she knows how to do it with a smile and get away with it. So that's that's a different level of mental manipulation. Because you know, the Joker's a bastard. You know, he, you you know you should be terrified of him. Yeah, you know that. You don't know this with this character.
0: We don't know how far she's willing to go.
1: Exactly. But yeah, no, they end up they end up stringing him up, hanging him by his wrist, until freaking. You know, some some, some good-hearted
0: hero—not
1: <laughs> really. Red Hood comes in and obliterates a lot of them. You know, and then you know he gets them He you know gets him down, and then he's talking about proper training. He's like, you know, hey, I'm you know, if you need training, I can I can give you training. You know, I'll train you, but we're you know we're gonna take down the Joker together. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was just like, I'll think about it, but don't hold your breath. You know, I prefer to work alone. But you can can almost see Jason in the background laughing about that, because that's exactly what he would have said.
0: I do. I get it, man. And I like how open-ended it is. I I, want to see... Guys, sorry. We actually filled up an SD card we're finishing up uh, talking about Clown Hunter getting trained by uh, Red Hood and uh, help me out here man we had like 80 thoughts on this and I'm I'm really sorry that I didn't notice that it cut out um, I- I'm just happy that someone with the balls to train someone with such a rogue little punk can wrangle this guy
1: uh, I mean we are gonna have anybody train him Jason Todd's kind of the ideal character to do that Freaking, he's definitely been there done that so it'll be interesting to see where you know how that fits in with the rest of the Bat family that fits in with the dynamic interesting to see if he's giving, you know, if they go full bore with him killing people how Batman's going to react to that you know because they're, they're just now finally getting to a decent spot with Batman and Red Hood just being and friends. it'll be interesting to see if they yeah <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if they're able to keep that, or if uh, if this is what blows him apart yet again. Because now he's recruiting other people to his ideals, the same way Batman did for him, but the ideals are different.
0: There's the fact that he uses guns. There's there's that immediate division there, and then training this little rogue asshole, being the the original rogue Gotham asshole training this mm-hmm. little shit uh, it's going to be interesting and I'm, I'm looking forward to it I re- just really hope they can flush him out like I, I don't know if it heard us talk about whether or not people don't understand when Tinian is gone and that that care isn't going to be there it, 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 I'm sure there's going to be some people that care about it and want to make it as good as possible but then they're going to take some of these characters, like Punchline, and, you know, it's the new Horley. we got to make her as sexy as possible, and she's going to kill the bat. Um, I don't know. I'm worried. Maybe it
1: worries well, me. Well, yeah, it definitely should be. I mean, it's it might, be, it might be a great thing. They might take some of these characters to new heights. They might not. I mean, it's just kind of, it's always going to be a wait-and-see thing. we got to few states to look forward to in the next few months and I'll see where we go from there
0: now I'm, I'm sorry it cut out where you were talking about the uh, legend of Dark Knight but let's uh, let's just do Flash because it's late man you know, no you do that you and I both have a. we'll, re, we'll, we'll recap on the next one and I apologize um, god I knew that was I, I swear I knew it was going to happen I was like oh we got like <laughs> 1.5 gigs that won't be a problem and I look over like ah shit um <laughs> Flash Flash never disappoints uh even when he's in peril like when we're watching uh, Apocalypse War and he's basically piloting the planet <laughs> yeah on the treadmill and you know there's, there's all those different points and I think my favorite flash moment of all time, e- even out of Flashpoint and all the other random flashes I've ever read, was when John Constantine looked him at the end of the Apocalypse War and says, You know what you gotta do.
1: Yep. Just run.
0: But they still won. They still won. And that was the point. <laughs> the, most of them might have been dead. But they still, they still overcame.
1: I, they were dead. Some of them were cyborgs. <laughs> They definitely They might not have lost But they definitely I don't, I'm not sure they won either Right I think that was the point But nonetheless
0: How did you feel about this issue of Flash, man? Especially I, I always dig those uh, issues Or any comic where like Homie lost his job And like Other rich dudes Ah, come on, man Like, come work for me We'll, we'll, yeah? we'll make it happen Free lunch
1: yeah, It's a good lunch, too <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, a lot of the time, it's, you know, Flash is kind of one of the emotional centers of the DC universe. You know, he's always, you know, he's always able to use his speed in new and different ways. But a lot of the time, he always, you know, it's, he's got to think and he's got to use his, you know, he, he uses his heart. And he telling you he's more willing to talk to people than, say, a Batman would be. And a lot of times it plays up in his favor. Yeah, we've got Wally West as a Flash now for the first time in a long time. You know, he's, you know, able to find work thanks to Mr. Terrific and his Terrific Tech. You know, he's able to utilize, you know, he's an engineer now and he's able to utilize his ideas to work with his new group of scientists and help them make stuff make sense. But at the same time, he's able to slip out at a moment's notice when... You know, crime is afoot. A foul. A foul, if you will. And turns out, um, Heatwave is attacking at the pier, and Flash has to make a break for that and try to handle this. You know, he's trying to hold people. He's trying to help people escape and get away from Heatwave.
0: But before we get to that, before we get to that, like all these scientists that are like bigger, badder asses dudes, like everything's melting, I'm arguing with you, I'm arguing with you. Like, hold on a second here. Flash is like, hold on. Using the wrong metal. Using <laughs> the wrong metal. Uh we don't care. We're gonna go to lunch. Uh if, if it works, you know, acquisition it, the uh computer will order it. Mm. And then alright, like, he was just a grease monkey, like, working on actual nuts and bolts, and now he's oh, I guess it is intuitive, and then uh, we, we flash forward to uh, Jessica Cruz cruising through the the, the gal- galaxial sky as a yellow ear-based lantern. above it. And something, yeah. something breaks their barrier. They, they, they see something's headed straight for Earth. And, but at the same time, though, as we're talking like two, three layers going on in Gotham, there's like five layers going on here. His job, his family, Jessica in space, we got something headed towards space, we got Heatwave being a suicidal bastard instead of like doing the, uh, you know, the logical thing and just making meth and... (laughs) Uh (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, he's uh, he found out he's got, you know, cancer and might not be, it's uh, not operable. And instead of kind of coming to terms with it, you know, he's just, he's fighting back or rebelling and just going to take as many people as he can with him. You know, and Flash is so trying to save people and at the same time he's turning around. Next thing you know, he uses one of his patented Flash tricks and basically makes a whirlpool around Heat Wave. Ends up making a big splash. Dad joke for the win. And he's, like, I'm just going to punch you. I'll punch you a hundred times per second if I have to. Or you can give up. Your choice. And he was just defeated. He's just like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of this. None of this matters. You know? He's like, I, I can blow myself up right now. I'll just end it. You know, and Flash is like, what are you doing? And he's just like, everything's... It means that you're having fun, not thinking about what's going on in the world, the pain, the hurt, they're blind, but any second it could all be taken away, and like flash just starts talking to them, like you know you you you've paid your dues. you got your life back. What are you doing, man? I'll help yeah okay.
0: but I'm confused about a few things here
1: okay
0: where're heat wave is rebelling because he has cancer and he wants to take it over with him. He's up against a bona fide member of the fucking Justice League. We're not Mm -hmm. talking like, like I still don't consider Spider-Man a legit member of the Avengers. He's a dude that helps out when shit gets hairy. And they need more people. But he's up against the Flash. And the Flash is, he can travel back through time. Like, I would have written this, like, I'm going to vibrate at the same exact vibrations of your cancer cells, kill them all, and uh, save you. But am I going to do that, or am I going to also realize that the point of your whole story here is you have an asbestos heat protective suit that is so atomic age 50s. Like, an asbestos suit. Like, like, he's got a couple of flamethrowers. He's got no superpowers. And he still takes the guy that, you know, leads him to the paddy wagon. Not not an ambulance. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: there, there's so much more that could have happened here. I mean, I get the heart, but I would have... You got the powers. You're a member of Justice League. You're, you're, you're saving things left and right. Vibrate the cancer particles out of his body, um, uh, go back in time and stop him from smoking his first cigarette I don't know fucking anything than beat up a guy on the pier uh all uh you know falling down (laughs) if if you've ever seen that movie um and then lead him to jail to you know die in the hospital lane and go have uh, basically Thanksgiving dinner with his gorgeous brunette wife with ketchup (laughs) on his face uh, I got a problem
1: with this one man <laughs> yeah I mean at the end of the day you know, he talks about himself he's like you know it's not just being a hero it's you gotta inspire people and you know how else are you gonna change the world and he talks about you know I've got a doctor friend of mine I'll send you know I'll have him come help you you know and that's the whole thing just easier to inspire people he wants to make he wants to legitimately make the world a better place and sometimes it's that inspiration that'll do it when just, you know, superpowers can't. Right. You know, and, that, and then he realized, "Oh crap! I got to get back to my real job." Yeah. And he ends up coming in, getting the piece, and fixing fixing the machine just in the nick of time. Ah,
0: oh, it's just copperware, guys. I went a bunch of, uh, you know, warehouses being constructed, sold a bunch of copper. Now uh, he just acquisitioned it. Yeah, it was cool. No problem. I mean, I enjoy the happy ending. It's not that I don't like that, but it just seemed a little <laughs> like you could have helped this guy a little bit more than just be like, hey, you've got hope. Let's get you right back to the paddy wagon and straight to jail. Oh. Go ahead and take off that asbestos suit that <laughs> probably gave you the cancer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. When we end up with a good happy ending, freaking Flash is home with his family, he got some ketchup on his face because he's saucy. Gotta love a good dad joke.
0: Good, good, good. Oh, uh, I got it. I found a really good tomato uh, sauce recipe the other day. Oh, nice. Uh, one of my customers gave that to me.
1: Oh, awesome! That's always a good thing. But right now, we end up finding out that uh, apparently he didn't just go back to you know Central City Jail. He's in uh, good old heat waves, and now in Bell Reve. And before he knows it. He's just like, Waller, what do you want? And she's just like, what I want, Mr. Rory, is to give you a purpose.
0: Oh, that was the... Oh, I was and like... I... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Waller. Amanda Waller. Yep. <laughs> I gotta say, she's my favorite comic book character as of right now. <laughs> nice. I, lo- I love that woman. I lo- <laughs> she's just... Like... When she walks down the hallways of the prison, that she has all of potential members of Suicide Squad, or was it Project? No, it's not Project X, it's uh, Task Force X. Task Force X. Uh, Do they hear her coming with her gigantic brass balls jingling and jangling?
1: (laughs) I'm sure she keeps them in her purse, but I could be wrong.
0: Um, you know. She's got, you know, the. She's worried about playing uh, golf uh, with the senator this weekend. You know, that's true. That's the real. That's the real problem.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, uh, apparently we will find out in uh, the pages of Suicide Squad and Swamp Thing what will happen to our good friend Mick Rory. Excellent. Some of us might already know.
0: Yeah. Especially if you're reading from the future, last week's, next week's comics. We got That's true. I'm looking over the list for the comics. King Spawn, Spidey, Avengers, Superman vs. Lobo, Ice Cream Man, Conan the Barbarian, uh, Thor, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, Cable Reloaded, Mom number two, Superman 78, Detective Comics, Reptilian number three, Checkmate number four, Action Comics, Mr. Miracle, uh, New Doorcock, uh, Colin could be on his deathbed, still working, and where he's like, uh, We're recording. Hey, I'm busy. Uh, we want to talk about Dark Rock. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vader, That Texas Blood, Something's Killing the Children, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Department of Truth. Um, I'm just more pissed that I bought the cover of King Spawn that wasn't the one I really wanted. I didn't know it was out yet.
1: You missed out.
0: Yeah, you know what I should have done is not have gone to the fucking iron lion and risk being late home for, from work on my lunch to get the uh this painted monstrosity. Oh, we'll get it. We got
1: I remember Some days you just can't win.
0: We still won. We're gonna hear, <laughs> we're gonna hear back. We're gonna people in the new era. Is, People going to know that New Era is shit. We got good comics. Mm-hmm. We got good action figures. We got the best booker. You got your artists in residence. We, this is Minefields. You want to lead us off on this one?
1: Yeah, this is Minefields. This is dangerous. This transmission is over. Buy yeah. the shirts.
0: Buy the shirts, goddammit. $22.